For those of you who are new to Great Light Studios, uh, one of our main focuses is to provide video resources that deal with the cult group, the World Mission Society Church of God, or the WMSCOG for short. What you're about to listen to is a short video that was made to deal with this group. If you are a member of the WMSCOG, I encourage you to please just listen to some of the things that I have to say in this video and also other videos that you can find on our YouTube channel or website. You don't have to agree with me or the things that I say, but at least take a few moments of your time to listen, do your own research, and then decide for yourself if what we say about the WMSCOG is true. If you are someone who wants to learn more about this group, who they are and what they teach, you can go to our website at answeringthewmscog.com and you can find that information in the description of the podcast. If you're someone who wants to learn more about the WMSCOG, who they are, what they teach, and ways that you can help minister to them, you can go to our website at answeringthewmscog.com. There you can find our growing library of videos and articles that provide rebuttals of WMSCOG doctrine, a variety of encouragements and teachings, as well as interviews with former members. You can also visit our partner page to find ways that you can support the ministry of Great Light Studios. So with that said, I hope you enjoy the short episode and that you find it to be useful and encouraging in some way. The World Mission Society Church of God is what I consider to be a very dangerous cult group. Dangerous not in the sense necessarily that they're going to cause you physical harm, but I believe they cause many people, many families, emotional harm, relational harm. Uh, they disrupt and destroy and separate families. Uh, I think we've talked to many former members of this group who will say, uh, the, the regret of joining it and how they wasted so many years when they finally come out and see the, the deception of it and the, the control tactics and the amount of time that they wasted of their lives, years of people's lives wasted to this group that ultimately is teaching something that is false and it's a false gospel and I think overall it presents a, a damaging and a false understanding and view of God, his character and who he is. And so my purpose in making uh, right now, I'm, I'm wanting to make some shorter videos where I just give you some simple uh, kind of points, simple things to think about, uh, whether you're in the group, whether you're thinking about joining the group, whether you have family in, in this group, or whether you're just somebody uh, who's wanting to talk to these people and, and uh, have conversations with them and you want some information about how to do that. Um, I'm, I just want to make some shorter videos where I just give you some little points and tips on, on places you can go in the Bible primarily to converse with these people. And so if you find these videos helpful, uh, please subscribe, like them. That helps us out a lot. And let us know in the comments uh, if you have any other topics or things you'd want us to cover or if you have questions. So what I want to talk about today is a simple point I'm going to give you, um, like in the last video, if you haven't seen it yet, I gave just one verse you can go to uh, to answer and reply to one of their foundational and core teachings. Today I'm going to give you another one. And what I think these verses do is they're just really simple, uh, quick places you can go to just find a quick refutation of some of the core doctrines that they're going to teach. So I think a 
very common teaching of a cult. This is, in most cases, it's a clear sign of a Christian cult, at least. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that specific category. A Christian cult, and what I mean by that is a group that has deviated from the truth of what Christianity really is. One sure way to identify them, one common teaching that most all of them will always have is a teaching that the truth was lost, the truth of Jesus was lost, and for uh, hundreds and hundreds of years, nobody had the truth. And then this group will teach that they have somehow discovered the truth. Uh, a lot of times it's a single charismatic individual uh, or leader who will, who will claim to have a direct connection to God and God's word. And so they will make the claims that they have the truth, they have restored the truth, and every other group is wrong, other, every other denomination is wrong. If you wanna know God, you have to come through them. When you hear that sort of language being spoken of by a group, that's, uh, I would say, start asking a lot of questions, be very, very cautious, and in most cases, run away as fast as you can because it's a cult. It's a deviation from Christianity. It just so happens that this is exactly what the World Mission Society Church of God teaches. And this is one of the first things that you're going to encounter when they uh, when they start to, if you run into them, whether at Walmart or wherever you're at, if you do a Bible study with them, they're going to start to explain to you why every other denomination, every other church, every other group is wrong, doesn't have the truth, and they are the only ones with the truth. What they want to do is they want to undercut every other group so that you feel kind of locked in to where it's like, they, they'll, and, and this is too, I think, where they begin to bring some of the fear tactics in and saying that they're the group that has the truth, Every other group is gonna to lead to hell. If you don't wanna to go to hell, come to us. I mean, in a very harsh kind of nutshell way of summing up what they're gonna to communicate to you, that's it, I think. So again, that is a sign of a cult. So what they will teach is that Ong Song Hong, this, this uh, South Korean man came, and in 1948, I believe is the date, he restored the truth. So they'll say for, hundreds and hundreds of years, for centuries after Jesus and the disciples, the truth was lost. Nobody had the truth. Everybody was in spiritual darkness and blindness. Nobody knew God. Nobody knew the gospel. There's so many issues with that. And again, like the last video, there's so many problems with that biblically that we could get in. But what I want to do is I want to give you one simple verse to go to that I think presents so quickly so many problems to that teaching. So they'll say that Ong Song Hong, again, he came in 1948 and he restored the truth. Before that, nobody had the truth. Nobody knew God. Nobody knew what the gospel was until Ong Song Hong came and he restored the truth and he made the way again open for salvation. Again, they believe this man, Ong Song Hong, is second coming Christ. They believe it's Christ come again. So what I want to do is I want to uh, show you what the problem is. A quick way you can point out a, a severe drastic problem with that from the Bible. So Hebrews 9.28, actually I'm going to start in verse 27 of Hebrews 9, and it says, and just as it is appointed for man to die once, and after that comes judgment, so Christ, having been offered once to bear the sins of many, will appear a second time, not to deal with sin, but to save those who are eagerly waiting for him. So, what this is telling us is, is what many other passages in the Bible tell us, that there is indeed a second coming of Christ. There is a time where Christ will come again. He came once to deal with sin. He died, rose again. He took, he took on sin and death for us, and he ascended back to heaven with the Father at the right hand of God. He will come a second time is what 
the scriptures teach. The Worldly Society Church of God says that already happened. The second coming already happened. And they'll say it was Ong Song Hong coming in 1948. So what I want to do here is show you what the problem is. There's a big problem. I don't know if you caught it as I was reading this. I'm going to read it once again and then see if you can catch what the problem is, where the contradiction comes with that, that teaching of theirs. And if you don't get it, I'm going to explain it. So, so Christ, verse 28, so Christ having been offered once to bear the sins of many will appear a second time, not to deal with sin, but to save those who are eagerly waiting for him. Did you catch it? What's the problem? Here's the problem. Again, they teach everybody was in darkness, spiritual darkness, before Aung San Hong came. The truth was lost. The gospel was lost. Nobody knew God. Nobody knew what the truth was. And it wasn't until Aung San Hong came and restored it that people once again could be in relationship with God and know him and find salvation. But this is describing what, what will happen, what will define people, the people of God, at, at the real second coming of Christ. This tells us that when Christ, the real second coming, when Christ actually comes, there's going to be those who are what? Eagerly waiting for him. Do you see the problem there? If the truth was completely lost, like the WMSCOG teaches, then how could anybody be eagerly waiting for Christ's return? How, how could there have been those who are in the truth? You have to be in the truth to be knowing that Christ is coming a second time and eagerly waiting and desiring him. To say that there's those who are eagerly waiting for Christ, it assumes that these people somehow know the truth. They know the truth about God. They know he's coming again and their, their, their hearts are right with God. They're, they're walking with him. They love God. They're wanting him to return. But if the WMSCOG is correct and this common cult teaching is correct that the truth was entirely lost and everybody was shrouded in the spiritual darkness, then how could there have been those who were waiting for him? Who could have been waiting for Ong Song Hong when he returned if everybody was truly in darkness like they teach? So I, I just hope you see that when you compare some of the common core teachings of the WMSCOG like this, and then as you're studying the Bible on your own, I, I'm, I often will come across passages like this where I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. That presents a big problem to that teaching of theirs. And I hope you see that this presents a problem uh, for this idea. If there were those who are eagerly waiting for Christ, uh, who will be eagerly waiting for Christ at his second coming, then Ong Song Hong and, and their, their teaching that the truth was lost, it can't be true. That doesn't, that doesn't mesh with this. At the true, real second coming of Christ, which has not happened yet, there will be those believers who are in the truth. The truth has not been lost. Jesus said the gates of hell will not prevail against the gospel, against the kingdom. Uh, to say that the world was shrouded in this darkness and for thousands of years nobody had access to salvation, I think is contradicted biblically, but it actually also, I think, calls into question the love and character of God. Would God really let millions and millions of people for centuries perish because they didn't have access to the truth? That doesn't make sense. Jesus came, he died, he rose again, he brought the gospel, and the gospel has been proclaimed uh, ever since, the true gospel. And the message of salvation has been available to all uh, long before Ong Song Hong came, because he is not Christ. He is not second coming Christ. When Christ comes the second time, there will be those who are eagerly waiting for him. If what the WMSCOG teaches is true, 
then there's a contradiction here because you can't have complete spiritual darkness, complete loss of the truth, loss of the gospel that must be restored by Aung San Hong. You can't have that and at the same time have people who are eagerly waiting for Christ because eagerly waiting for Christ assumes people have the truth about him. This is a problem. So I, I would encourage you, as if you're dealing with this group, if you have family in this group, if you're in this group, study the Bible. Look at what it actually says. Compare it to some of these core teachings of the WMSCOG, and I think you're going to find what they teach is false, is dangerous, and it does not accurately represent God or the gospel. You have been listening to The Great Light Podcast. To find more information and resources, or to watch our films, go to greatlightstudios.com or find us on Facebook and YouTube. If you want to support this program and partner with the Ministry of Great Light Studios, you can do so through our website. There you can also find both video and audio versions of this podcast.